Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With AIB, proud supporter of the Goal Mile. You can register now at goalmile.org. AIB, we pledged to do more. So we want to talk to some good friends of the show over the next few hours about what their favourite part of Christmas is and traditions and what they'll intend to do and are they looking forward to the break. And uh, let's check in first with Roger Beck, who is, of course, the man in charge of Parkway Shopping Centre in uh, Limerick. Uh, Good morning to you, Roger. How are you doing? Morning, Joe. Morning, everybody. Happy Christmas and... We'd be bright and breezy this morning, Joe, as you were told to do when I am every day. <laughs> and you are every day. You have a very <laughs> optimistic outlook, Roger. And, and listen, we're sorry again for the second year in a row we can't be with you guys because that's a bit of a tradition for us. But hopefully, hopefully next Christmas it'll be uh, possible. It's one of our favourite days of the year, Joe, to have the show out here Christmas Eve. It's always so positive and always the great news at the end of the day for the, the, the carry fund and all that kind of thing. So we really love that show and we miss it. So yes, I'll be here for next year. So I'm looking forward to you making the effort, Joe. Will it be a busy day today at the Parkway? Not as busy as the last two days. Um, the 22nd and 23rd are always the real, real busy days. Uh, they were great. Uh, everything went well for us. Today will be less busy because most people have their, their main shop done. So today it'll be just topping up for the, the vegetables and the cream and the milk and the, the stuff that needs to be bought at short days. So, yeah, that's, that's where we'll be at today. It'll be, it'll be steadier. It won't be, it'll be busy, but it won't be uh, stupid busy. Mm. And is it the break that you're really looking forward to about Christmas? Uh, yes, uh, to be honest, it's it's a long month, December, for all of the guys here, uh, the people in the shops, my own staff, everybody. It's a tough, tough month's work for everybody. So we all need a break. We all deserve a break. And I suppose this year, even more than last year um, and any other previous year, because it's just everything is stretching on so long and so hard. But look, we're being positive today, Joe. We've got to Christmas and we're all healthy and we're all upright and uh, we're all in good form and looking forward to a few days off. Yeah. And what is your favourite part of Christmas then? Co- cooking. Cooking. <laughs> Joe, you didn't have to ask me that question. It's it's cooking, yeah. Uh, I'll have the barbecue out tomorrow and uh, we'll be we'll be cooking. Yeah. Enjoy. That's my favourite part of Christmas. Food, food, food. <laughs> and how long does it take on the barbecue, the turkey and the ham? Uh the the turkey normally takes me two and a half hours to barbecue. Ham I do for four to five hours. I do it slower. Uh and put a bit of smoke onto it. So four or five hours depending on the size of the ham, turkey two and a half, give or take. I'm actually cooking a beef wellington tomorrow just for a change and I'll do oh, a turkey then during the week uh, okay. just to switch it around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and have you done goose over the years? I have. Uh, it's a tough cook and it's you need to be awfully careful because the amount of grease that comes off it. So if anybody's cooking a goose open your oven every half an hour and take away the, the, the fats that come off the goose because... Goose fat is very flammable, it's very dangerous, and if you get a fire in it, that's your Christmas dinner and your cooker and probably your kitchen destroyed. So anybody who's cooking a goose, take the fat off regularly. But don't throw it away, because goose fat makes great roast potatoes. It makes a real crispy, flavoursome roast potato, but just be careful. All right. Um, Roger Beck is uh, with us. We're also joined by Judy Maloney, psychotherapist, who's been giving great advice to Limerick Today listeners throughout the year. Uh, Good morning, Judy. How are you doing? Good. Good morning, Joe. Happy Christmas to you. So, um, how are you feeling then today? I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling a bit tired. I always find this time of the year, you know, there's such a rush. But I think for me personally, I'm kind of organised and I'm prepped. So that's why because I'm like, I'm the wind down. 
Um, and I suppose, unlike Roger there, my favourite is not cooking. It's definitely the eating part of it. So I'm looking forward to, you know, just kind of relaxing and just chilling out, really. You know, enjoying myself. It's going to be a quiet Christmas, but I think, to be honest, that's the way it is for most of us at this stage. Right. Um, so it'll be nice to wind down. And with your psychotherapist hat on, what's your advice mm. to listeners? Oh, my advice really would be to just take it as easy as you possibly can. You know, we are, right, we've said it all the time, it's such a big hype for one day, but really, you know, we're, like, as humans, we, we tend to wind down during the winter anyway, so it's quite unnatural for us to kind of come into the season with all the bright lights and the spending and the rushing around and all that. So that can take its toll come January, you see. You know, we get, there, we get through it in December and we all do, you know, for the most part, love Christmas and get through it. But it's about really minding yourself as well. So rest when you can. Take it easy. You know, if you have to do loads for Christmas Day, make sure you have next week a couple of days or something where you, you can rest. So look after your diet, look after your sleep. Today, if you don't have any today, go to your chemist and get multivitamins and just start taking them even because, you know, we do tend to overeat, overdrink, all that kind of thing. And as I said, it takes a toll in January, which can make that month a lot longer and a lot tougher than it needs to be. So look right. after yourselves and look after each other. And Judy, what's your favourite Christmas film? Yeah, this is going to sound awful corny, like, because I do love my films, but I'd have to say love, actually. I started watching it a couple of years ago um, it was probably on, on the um, on the TV coming up to Christmas, and now it's one of those things that I'll watch about mid December, and it gets me into the. I watch it every year, like I know exactly what happens. But I think that's what for me. That's what Christmas is about. It's about tradition, doing things, or hearing a song, or watching a movie that just brings back all of that, the memories and the feeling of Christmas. So yeah, love actually would have to be up there. I think. Right, and of course a big, yeah. big Limerick hurling fan, or she's become one, Martine McCutcheon, who features in that. Yes, Partner of yeah. Jack McManus, of course, and all those connections That's to Limerick. Right. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm there sure, uh, there you go. So there's, there's a <laughs> lovely Limerick connection there. And then your favourite Christmas song? Oh, I think Fairy Tale of New York has to be. Oh God, it gets me right there. The first time I hear it every year, Christmas, oh, I even well up. You know, it's one of those things that brings me right back to my childhood. And that that's it, that's Christmas wrapped up for me in that song. Okay, but well, I love all the songs, you know, it's, and again, for me, it's tradition, it brings it right back, it's just lovely to have that every right. year. Ah, yeah, that's a nice one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A good, a good choice, and uh, I think uh, a song that has stood the test of time. It's not that old, of course, not that old, but uh, no. it feels like it's been around forever. And uh, somebody who knows quite a bit about singing at the top level himself is Liam O'Brien, and he is on uh, the line as well. Hi, Liam. How are you, Joe? Happy Christmas to you. Thank you very much and many happy returns. So you found a way and talk about someone um, who was dedicated to innovation and endurance and uh, plodding their way through uh, you and the guys at Dolan's to do crooning at Christmas. We did. We did. Um, We did two shows yesterday. Um, (laughs) There's been so many changes, Joe. We keep saying the goalposts get changed every um, 24 hours these days with the government. But... um, when the first restrictions were announced, we knew that we couldn't do a full capacity show. Obviously, Dolan's has a, a large capacity in the warehouse, so we have to cut it down to half the capacity. And then the following week, then we were told everywhere has to be closed by 8. So we ended up doing two shows, one at 3 p.m. yesterday, one at 6 p.m. And uh, smaller crowds than um, we'd hoped for. But then again, I totally understand that people would be um, 
a little more, more apprehensive about going out. But um, everyone who did turn up just had an amazing day. The, the joy in the room was, was palpable, you know. Yeah, I was wondering what the three o'clock would have been like. I presume you've never done it that early before. No, certainly not. I mean, the thing is, I suppose in one sense over the years of doing so much theatre, I'd be used to doing a matinee, but the big difference is you'd normally have maybe four or five hours between shows. So we did our 3 p.m. doors, half three. So the first show ended at 5 p.m. And uh, we were getting ready for the next show at 5.30. So it was a very, very quick turnaround, you know. Um, But listen, they got in the spirit. I think people are so hungry for live entertainment. Um, You know, it's no cliche, but I mean, you can't replicate what happens in a live music venue or theatre on the TV. You just can't. You, you you need a communal shared experience and um, for the odd, um, I don't know, maybe 70, 80 people who were at both shows, just the, the joy of, of getting to be with other people and just experience something communal was, uh, John, honestly, it was a bit of an honour for me and the lads up on stage, you know. Right. And Liam, I mean, other than yesterday, obviously, for all sorts of reasons, what were the other highs for you this year? Oh, highs. <laughs> we really have to think about that. I mean, um with the theatre company touring a wild fan, our play uh, about Oscar Wilde, we were managed uh, to, to get around the country, went to 17, 18 venues, so that was very important to me, uh, player directed. Um, getting back working regularly, doing uh, my weekend show in the Savoy, um, just getting back to perform, man. You know, it's just been such a difficult, difficult time for everyone, particularly in the arts. I know that we've all been hurting, but, but this industry was closed first and, and, and opens last. So, uh, so to get back performing at all is um, was, yeah. was vital. Yeah, and I know, Liam O'Brien, when you were saying that, for example, you had refused certain work in anticipation of other work, which was then subsequently cancelled. I mean, that was a story for a lot of people in the live entertainment yeah. industry. Well, there was. Listen, I had a lot of um, Christmas parties uh, booked, uh, you know, that were cancelled, you know. Um, and because of those dates that I'd taken, I had actually turned down another show that I was supposed to do on Basically, I, ch- I turned down another show because I was too busy. And then when those were cancelled, I could have done the show. Do you know what I mean? So there's a lot of that stuff that people don't realise. Um, you know, when, when governments sort of make these kind of decisions, you know, at last you, you, you really lose out. You really mm. do, you know? Yeah. What is your favourite Christmas song? My favourite Christmas song, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas Every Time. It's quite a sad song. I think it was about... Um, Soldiers coming back from the war, but it's just such a beautiful. Uh, Judy Garland does an amazing version. You know, Frank Sinatra, obviously my hero. Um, but it's just one of those beautiful songs, and it's the song that I finish crooning at Christmas with every year. So I suppose it has a uh, uh, a certain poignancy to me for 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 the last seventeen years doing the show. You know. Do you know, I saw something that you put up on um, social media during the year and uh, it it, it struck me because I happen to know your dad and and, uh, he was very good to lots of us in the media industry, myself included. And I think, was it the last email he sent you? Is that that what you were saying? It was, yes. So um, he wasn't the best on the computer now, I'm going to be honest with you. Back in the days when you were the secretary, he he used to do odd emails with like one finger typing or whatever. And uh, when I left Emmerdale, I had written a letter to the producer just thanking her and, you know, putting out some ideas that if he ever wanted me to come back, yada, yada, you know, um, here's some ideas how the character might return. And I just shared it with him. And he just sent me a very brief email that says, Liam, thanks for sharing this career response with your uh, with your dad. I've always been uh, impressed with your writing skills. Perhaps one day you'll return as director. You're proud, dad. And uh, that was the last email I got. Um, a couple of months later, we lost him, and uh, it's just something 
something that I that I held on to. And uh, what I what I what I well, one of the many things I loved about my dad, but one of the main things was uh, he had no inhibitions of telling his kids how much he loved them and how proud he was of them, which is something that sometimes we don't do until it's too late. And uh, it's just a constant reminder uh, those of us who are lucky enough to have those we love around us to not be shy about um, telling them how we feel because yeah, yeah. Uh, someday they won't be there. God rest him. He was a legend. Um, and before we let you go, um, just tell me what your favourite Christmas movie now. What would you recommend that we watch? Scrooged every time. <laughs> Scrooged. Um, it's just, it's, you know, I was watching it last night, obviously, because we couldn't go out last night. So we had an earlier night than I normally would have during Christmas. So came home last night, put on Scrooged. And um, it's just funny. It's witty. It's a great take on the thing. Bill Murray is hysterical. And it's just... I, I heard, you know, your earlier guests, it's just something now that's a tradition that, you know, you just have to watch every year. And, um, yeah, we all we all could do with a good laugh. And listen, hopefully next year we'll bring better things for everyone in Limerick. But I think we're very resilient people. And um, when I announce my run for a directly elected mayor next year, I hope everyone gets uh, behind me. John, there seems to be a few people going along those lines. <laughs> I'm looking forward to all of that. That'll be fun. Oh, listen, uh, I, I absolutely jest, but I, but I, um, I wish everyone all the best. But I, listen, I just hope that we all have a kinder right. year. Absolutely. Well, I tell you, one of our few nights out uh, this year was at uh, your great show at the Savoy and it was just a brilliant, brilliant um, evening. Uh, well done to you and to all the team there. It's just just super. Um, Appreciate that. And all I can say is I, I, I sincerely hope that uh, you and all those members of our creative industry have a, a much easier 2022. We'll keep the fingers crossed for it anyway. Absolutely. And all of you in there, uh, thanks for all your support over the years. Thanks. No problem at all. Take care. Uh, have a very happy Christmas, uh, Liam O'Brien. And thank you very much as well, Judy Maloney, for joining us and for all your help and contributions to Limerick today over the year. And of course, our good friend Roger Beck of a Parkway Shopping Centre. We wish all of you and yours a very happy Christmas. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With AIB, proud supporter of the Goal Mile. You can register now at goalmile.org. AIB, we pledge to do more.